Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello one and all, and welcome to Behind the Glass. This is the latest episode of, uh, I'm still going to call it a new podcast, because for me, it feels new. Still fresh. Still, sure. still fresh. Um, I'm hoping this is going to be a fairly monumental episode, because I am joined by hey. the very hey. newly wedded... <laughs> Boom. Mr. JWW. <laughs> now, welcome to Behind the Glass. Thanks. It's good to be here. We are currently sat in your mm. Ferrari 458 Speciale. Which is quite significant. Massively significant. For, well, for us both. That's or, what I'm saying. Do you want to tell a story? Do you want to tell a story? I, I will kick things off. Okay, cool. So, I think we originally met maybe mm. two and a half years ago now. Yeah. Uh, on a rally organised by the lovely Shmi 150. Yeah. Uh, it was a group of his friends. Um, for some reason, I ended up on it. <laughs> uh, and you were there in a black Audi R8 V10 Plus. Correct. Uh, yeah. we, I don't know, we didn't necessarily hang out that much no. on that tour. Like, it was a big group. Like yeah. Everyone got to know each other, but it was it's just not a like... Quality road trip, it was it? just a quality road yeah. trip. Um, and at the time, I always noticed you had a big stills camera with you, a mm-hmm. big photo camera That's with you, it, yeah. and you were taking a lot of pictures, and I was always yeah. like, oh, who is this guy? And there were like rumours, oh, he's done some stuff with like clothes, and like, oh, like, and it was like, who is he? And then you kind of disappeared into the ether, and we didn't yeah. think about it again, right, yeah. until uh, six months or so later, mm-hmm. and Paul and I bumped into you at Salon Privé. Correct. And we were like, yeah, what's yeah, up? It's the see best you again. Yeah, yeah. And you said, guys, I've just bought a GoPro. I'm thinking yeah. about making a video in my R8, yeah. but I, like, I don't know how to talk. I don't know yeah, what to say. I, was, I always thought I was a behind the camera guy, not an in front of the camera guy. And I remember you saying, yeah. like, you guys are already doing stuff. Like, yeah. how what can I bring to the table? And I'm pretty sure we both said to you then and there, just freaking do just it. Just do it. Just it put just that stopped. camera up That's and right. chat yeah. crap. Absolutely. And <laughs> a year and a half later, <laughs> here we freaking are. Who but thought it? Most significantly, here we are in a 458 special, as you mentioned, because yes. yep. once you'd got your channel up and running, mm-hmm. we filmed our first collaboration yep. as you being officially Mr. JWW yeah. in a 458 special. In the first one. But not this one. Not this one. So for those of you who, who for some reason have never heard of you, never uh, discovered mm-hmm. you, why is this your second 458 special, you bastard? Well, to make it even worse, it's actually my third. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> leave me alone. Leave me Technically, alone. Technically, the third one, uh, I got super shafted by... It was my Ferrari dealer who I was dealing with at that time. Um, in fact, I wrote a blog on it. So okay. when I first started, this was the interlude between me taking pictures and getting into YouTube. I wrote a blog for those six months okay. that we met. Yeah, yeah. why I was walking you around with, right? that, okay, sure. with that camera. Uh, so I actually wrote about having been royally shafted because they phoned me up 
when uh, the car was the week the car was going to build, and they said we're not going to build your car unless you give us another thirty grand's worth of optional extras. I remember this now. I remember this. So I cancelled that. Anyway, long story short, I ended up getting my first one, which we filmed. Yes. Um, Beautiful grey car. It was a Grigio Silverstone with a sort of uh, a, a Grigio type. Titanium stripe, sure, something like that. Sure, basically a different shade of grey yeah. stripe. <laughs> some grey, some more yeah. grey. Had some um, really nice yellow bits inside. Yes, it had yellow contrast stitching, That's and it, it had all these inserts here, yeah. like, like custom insert. And I waited ages for ages. it. Ages. Um, and then I'd had it maybe three months. In that time, I filmed with you because you began that. My friend bought it. Yes, that was the start of that yeah. series. And so I was like, oh. Well. Sort of the, of, of that series, and you were like, you just bought this, do you want to come down and do this? I was like, yeah, I was open to anything. I was like, this sounds great. Did that. Um, and then within three months of ownership, this madman came along <laughs> and offered me- oh, we love madmen. We love madmen. Yeah. yeah, offered me an insane premium. Wow. And it coincided with me also buying a GT3. Sure. And the GT3, for the value is, honestly, it's 80% of this car it really is it's so good so combined with having that car and this guy put money on the table that I was like I can't ignore that it was like it was it was insane uh, I thought okay go so I flipped this car and because I hadn't had it enough I hadn't got it out of my, my system it, had hardly it any wasn't sale sure. I didn't want to sell it but it was like Some it was an offer I could money, not yeah. turn <laughs> so sold it and ever since I've, I've just missed that car yeah. um 12, 18 months goes by, and I'd spent the last 12 months in the McLaren 675LT turbo car. Those of you who have watched my channel and and videos on that will know that I was my brain was recalibrated. Like the 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 day I got in that car, I was blown away. Um, But over time, I realised that I was so reliant on my kicks from that car were coming from its performance. They were coming from speed. Sure. And sometimes I'd be driving down a British country road and I'd look down at my speedo and think, <laughs> how the hell have I arrived here? <laughs> yeah. You know? Because it's effortless. But it, the McLarens do seem to do that. Unbelievably Just so. Just reach yeah. unbelievable speeds without a With huge amount effort, of... Yeah. yeah. And there's pros and cons for that, but basically, the more time that I started spending time with naturally aspirated cars, sure. the, the more I longed for them. Like... Well, the more time I spent with turbocharged cars, yeah. the more I wanted, wanted naturally aspirated cars. And you first really started vocalizing this on our Top Marks trip earlier this year. Correct. Well, at least to me, that was the first time I really heard you kind there of shouting about it. two big tipping points. Okay. That road trip sure. where we'd enter a tunnel. You'd had a whacking great exhaust on yours, so it sounded brilliant. Obviously, Paul's Lambo was crazy. Seb had just had his Lotus, yep. so it sounded fantastic. And we'd be like, going through tunnels and everyone would drop a car and go <laughs> and then I'd go Clack. and I just thought oh, this is this isn't giving me the theatre that I want sure you know? but the performance of the car was great etc and when we were on the right road it was it was brilliant and then I started doing quite a lot of work with Formula E okay and I did some presenting for uh, Panasonic Jaguar Racing during Formula E at their Monaco Grand Prix. So spending a lot of time now around electric cars. Sure. So I'm around electric cars, yeah, like, I'm around oh turbocharged my cars. My life is going to hell. Yeah, um, we'd been on the uh, uh, drive of the 720S. Of course. Basically saturating myself in all of this turbo stuff. Lots of performance, not so much yeah. theatre. and future. And future. Anyway, so I'd spent four days intensely on Formula E. 
And at the end of the day, I walked up to the new Starbucks, which is okay. Uh, so in <laughs> little Monaco, side story, side story, side story. New Starbucks, Fairmont Hotel. If you if when you're on the roof of it, you can look over and see the F1 tunnel where yep. the cars enter. Well, this was a, a normal day, and I got my frappuccino, sure. and I'm leaning sure. on on the wall, and I'm yep. watching cars go, and I hear this. You're like, what's that? And then, as this car came out of the tunnel, this guy anchored on and just went down, 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 and it was a speciality. And I, the, the straw fell out of my mouth, and I just went, damn. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, oh, this right. is expensive. I knew it. Ah, this is very the expensive. The second the car left that tunnel, I knew it was going to be expensive. Oh, God. Uh, and yeah, and it was just like. I came full circle, yeah. and it just it gave me goosebumps. And I, it, all of the memories of how good that small amount of time with this car was just came flooding back, and uh, and that was it. So three months, wow. uh, sorry, three weeks. Three after weeks after, yeah, I got this. It felt like it came out of nowhere. The decision, like I don't know that, honestly, yeah. you were like, oh guys, again, then boom, yeah, done. and then just. Just done. Um, yeah. I do want to come on to a lot of other topics because sure. a lot of your audience and, and most of mine will know some of these stories, but it's important to recap for those that don't. Um, but very quickly before we move on, how did you find this particular car? Because my good lord, it's yeah. unreal. Um, just browsing the classifieds. Really? Yeah. Were well, you looking for anything particular? Did you want something different to the first car? So do you know what? When I've been when I've gone to shows like. A festival of speed, and we have the the sort of luxury of being able to interact with our audience directly. The number one question there was, uh, "Do you prefer this spec of the car? You know, do, okay, you, do yeah, you miss yeah. your old one? Why did you go red?" Purely, my tastes have evolved, evolved since then. And you were just browsing, and you went, "That one looks nice." Hugely. Well, I was browsing for maybe two weeks, and there was nothing that was really standing out. There was lots of. The sort of launch spec, Rosso Corsa, not stripe sure. vibe. Cool, cool. But, but I'm just not a Rosso Corsa fan. It's okay. got a flat paint. There was lots of black cars, and there was just nothing that They're stood really out. Well, okay. And I thought, if I'm going to spend this kind of money, I want it <laughs> yeah. to be standout. Yeah. And I actually gave up. Number one was the prices were, were insane. Insane. Just daft. And I'll tell you about that. Um, and number two, specs just weren't jumping out. I left it. Three days, tiny yeah. amount of time. Went back online, pissed and heads as my like go to, sure. like tabs open. <laughs> and I, I just, I was scrolling down fast because I, you know, when you look you know, at the, you know what's that? You, you look know, at the classified yeah, yeah. so much, it's you so know bad. what's that. Yeah, it's so bad. And I, and I flicked my mouse, organized price high low. Yeah. <laughs> flicked the Gotta mouse. Gotta get past this crap. Gotta get past this crap. And the, the like pantones of the, the colors were mapped in my head. Sure. So you like, knew what was that? Like this, and I saw this. Flash of color, I was like, hold on, hold on. Scroll back down, and this was there. It had been on for 24 hours. Wow. So I phoned them up. Uh, it was it, it was on it was on for 350. And I thought it was too much money. It's too much. Way too much. Uh, I just like I just can't. But I just can't do that. So I phoned them up, thinking there might be some room. There might be some room for dealing. I was like, I really like it. I knew I, I, knew I wanted it before yeah. I even seen it. And you're like, oh, damn it, I am spending 350 but let's see if I can so I found them get up, any less. And I was like, you know, interested in this car, asking some questions. Uh, any room for, you know, any deals to be done here? The guy was like, oh, it's in on sale or... Return. Return. So straight away, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> oh, no, right. oh, no, I hate Not this situation. Uh, but I'll phone the client and 
I'll get back to you. Yeah, oh, like, just to interject again, for those of you that yeah. are unfamiliar to the car buying and selling, mm. sale or term means that an owner will give their car to a dealership and yes. ask them to sell it for a small commission. Exactly. So the dealership don't own the car, yes. the owner dictates the price. Correct. Anyway. Yeah, that's right. Um, which normally means the owner doesn't need to sell it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They don't have to, because like, no they rush. haven't partexed it. Yeah. They're just like, if it goes... Yeah, yeah whatever, whatever, put it up. I need to clear some space in my garage. Well, literally. So, the guy phones back 15 minutes later, what? knocks 25 grand off. In 15 minutes. Wow. Well, I was like, is there a problem with this car? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's like, not a good on? sign. So I was like, okay, I'll come down and see it, expecting there might have been some like damage repair or something. Went down, car was immaculate. So when a uh, Ferrari is, when a pre-owned Ferrari is in a um, in, in an official Ferrari showroom, yeah. it has to go through a 120 point inspection sure. to qualify as being a Ferrari approved car. Absolutely. Other than the mileage, Ferrari say, this is effectively a brand new car and anything that's wrong with it, we've fixed. Etc. So it was it was all approved. So I was like, so why the why what's, the what's happened? Yeah, yeah. The guy goes, oh, uh, dude's uh, waiting on a LaFerrari Aperta. Just wants to make room in his garage. So, <laughs> oh my god! Like, the life of the rich, like, eh? The life of the rich. I need to clean out yeah, some space. I just need to get rid of. Wow. Say, let's move the speciali. <laughs> get that out of the way. Someone sell it. Yeah. Give it to someone to sell. Turns out he had a matching paint TDF. Yeah. Wow. I know. This guy's not messing around, this guy's eh? So not hard. messing around. Um, and but I like, you know, I liked it because the guy was an enthusiast. He sure. Used it. it had like two and a half thousand miles on it, okay. so it was used but not sure. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, controversially, no stripe, sports stripe or not. It was just. But black. I like that. Yeah, I really like that. Well, when I saw it, the only reason I think it works is because the fleck, the so this paint is called Rosso Fiorano, okay, and it's a triple layer sort of. Pearlescent paint. Sure. So when it's overcast, it's like this. It's yeah, quite yeah, yeah. a it's deep cherry. Very when the cherry. sun comes out, it highlights wow. and the shapes and contours are shown off so much that I just didn't feel that it needed a stripe. It looks beautiful. So it worked. Anyway, I saw it and little did the salesman know, but he'd already got me. Yeah. So and you're like, like, oh, I'm, I'm there I'm trying, trying to pick some full. I was like, you know, what do you really think about resale with no stripe? And, and he was like, well, you're here. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn it. Sorry, you, really, you really got me there. Yeah, yeah, true, That's a very true. good point. Yeah. I hate you. Um, yeah, so I was like, wow. job done. Um, there we go. Um, yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, I'd say, what a sort of transformation, or what a story from the beginning of your YouTube really life yeah. till now. And that's kind of what I want to come back to, because as I say, a lot, a lot of the audience will know mm. um, that those sort of stories. But what I want to understand a bit more is that when we first met to mm. do the first Speciali video, mm. I'm pretty sure you were still filming on an iPhone and yeah. one GoPro. Yeah, yeah. And at least at the beginning, Absolutely. it was iPhone only yeah, and it totally. evolved. But now, I think yeah. very much your videos and your content is regarded as some of the highest produced. You know, you get a lot of comments uh, about yeah. the quality, the time, the effort that goes into was it a gradual evolution? Was it something that you always knew you wanted to create this quite high-end style of content? Um, or you just yeah. fell into that way? How did that happen? It was, I always knew. I, don't, I think, um, I'd like to think that I come from a creative thinking background. <laughs> a very creative background. Like, yeah, I'm such an <laughs> artist and producer. Um, I think one of the things that I was aware of was that I was entering into this space that was... <laughs> what we thought at the time was saturated, but now it's sure, everyone, yeah, yeah. everyone's got a camera out. Um, so I thought, you know, what what can I bring to this that is going to add value and 
differentiate and complement that space. Sure. I didn't want to just rock up and be a me too, you know? And I think from the creative standpoint, it got my juices flowing that I thought, well, if I spend a bit more time filming, a bit more time editing, not necessarily put out as much content, then I think I'd, I'd like to be able to add that angle. Sure. Um, and so, in contradiction to that, I started on my iPhone. But that's the thing, that's what I mean. Like, if yeah. that was your goal, yeah. uh, um, early on, I always knew that was the route I wanted to go as well. So yeah. I was that fool who went out and bought like loads of cameras without really okay. knowing what to do with them. Yeah. And they were all very cheap cameras, but I was like, I want multiple angles, I want yeah. music. Absolutely. But yeah. you started off, you went, okay, I'm just going to kick off with the iPhone. Well, it's amazing what you can do. T to be honest, the iPhone was my talk to camera. Sure. The GoPro was my, like, so, if you saw how I shot back then, I had one GoPro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're doing a podcast, so there's four cameras <laughs> yeah, on this here, I know. so the way things oh, have changed is mad. Um, but I would drive 30 seconds, stop, get out, stick it on a different angle, drive 30 seconds, stop, get out, different angle, just to get as many angles as I could on one GoPro. <laughs> you know, and now you rig it up with six GoPros, do it all in one take. Um, and I think I just found this flow that worked for me. Sure. But what I didn't want to do, because I didn't know, I, I didn't know for a long time if I was going to pursue this anything further than just fun. Sure. Okay. No, fair I, enough. I In the beginning, wanted, yeah, you don't right. want to go crazy. So, and I also get asked this a lot as well. You know, if you want to start, what do you reckon? I'm sure, you know, you get asked all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I think the number one thing for me is that just, just don't focus on equipment. I think content is king, story is king. Um, you know, some of the things, it's funny that we've come this, this full circle and we're talking about quality and different angles. The last few days I've been doing live content back on my iPhone and it's as rough as and ready as you're ever gonna yeah. get, ever. Um, but I think it's, again, that, that it's not trying to be that. It's, yeah. it's, it's giving you the rawest, most purest, real truthful insight into what is happening. That's exactly it. You know, there, there's some things I think both you and I like to create very high-end quality style of content. Mm. However, there are plenty of opportunities that come around where you can't do that. Yeah. But also the, the opportunity or the content itself speaks in its own volumes. You know, mm. I think we're going that extra length to sort of polish it, as so many YouTubers do. Yeah. But fundamentally, the story is what's so important. Everything. It's everything. And there have been plenty of occasions where I think you know, I've stuck a, a GoPro up facing yeah. forward and facing backwards. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah. And then that's a video, and, and it can be great, and it can oh, be entertaining man. and enjoyable. We're just the fools that go like, oh, I'm going to After Effects, all of this. Uh, yeah. And we've spoken about this quite a lot, that we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to, if it's not Spielberg, forget it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> sort, sort of thing. Um, whereas I've done... So I always said that I would never do content for content's sake. Sure. If I had a video, cool. There's been a few exceptions where I've felt... I haven't put a video out for... Maybe a week. I think it's the longest I've been without putting okay. so, since I've started is about a week. Um, other than when I was ill, which I'll tell you about because that for me was the tipping point of t- taking it. Taking it seriously. seriously. Yeah. Okay. Um, but th- those few times where I'm like, I'll just talk about something, and as you said, I put a GoPro forward and backwards and spoke about something, and I th- and I was a little bit like, oh, mm. I'll put it out, but I'm not sure how it'll do. And people were captivated by the words coming out of my mouth in terms of it being insightful or entertaining or valuable content. It doesn't have to be slow motion drifting. Yeah. If you're providing value through entertainment, through information, it doesn't, you don't have to be a super produced piece of content every time. So, yeah. thinking about that, do you ever get tempted to just be like, I'll just do everything live. Why am I, why am I busting my balls? Because the stuff, yeah. the, the, the famous, you know, behind the scenes YouTuber complaint, oh no, but we enjoy it but but there's a lot of time and effort into editing you know and i think as a creator i can see and i know how much time and effort goes into the content you are making Mm. are you ever tempted to just go screw it i'm going to change my channel up a bit i'm just going to make these super simple videos and to make sure that the the storyline and the content is you know is strong without needing to be a yeah lately definitely but I've only did, you know, yesterday was my second live okay. video and I was actually forced into it because I lost my GoPro <laughs> after getting like all of these great angles and I was so, so pissed off. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the rage is inside you, like, that, wow! Yeah, it was amazing. So I was on track, two single-seater cars and I got this camera facing back off the other race car filming me going right. It was wicked. Yeah. Anyway, I got back and it just popped out of its casing and I'd lost all of this oh. this footage. Anyway, so I was like, I did a live the week before and I was in an environment where I thought, you know what, there's a lot going on here. That really helps. When sure. there's a lot going on, sure. events are good for that. So I just thought, screw it. I'm going to go live. I'll go live. And I've noticed, like, for example, when, when Paul goes live, he always already knows when he's going to go live. So he'll put out an Pretty Instagram post it. and go... Tune in tomorrow at 2, I'm going to be going live. I just went live. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hello, so, anyone there? Yeah, and, and that's happened twice now, where oh, I've been wow. caught off guard. I've been like, this environment isn't as conducive to the, the quality that I want to put out. Sure. Let's go, let's flip it on its head and go, screw the quality. We're Here's going live. the reality. Um, that video did uh, over 100,000 views in two wow. days. You know, wow. and, and they're the moments where I've gone out. To, I mean, do you remember that I did a video... Um, I was working with a brand and they supplied a, uh, a Porsche GT3 RS. Yes. We went to Red Rock Road. Yes. Drones. Yes. 
soft focus guy. Like we were, we were suction mounting DSLRs. Oh, you went all out. It was like all a out. proper job, and it flopped. Cool. Yeah. Yesterday, I went live with my phone. I didn't have to edit anything. Walked around for thirty minutes, chatted away. Job done, and it's on for a hundred thousand in less than twenty-four hours. So that's, yeah, it's it's a it's a weird yeah. world YouTube in that where I that's think it. personally yeah. you want to create the best content that's you it. can. Yeah. That for yeah. me that's always it. I, I want to deliver the best possible content I can because Absolutely. that's where I get the enjoyment. But yeah. also that's what I want to do. Mm. That's what I want my channel to be about. Of course, yeah. But sometimes the opportunities don't uh, allow for that. Mm -hmm. uh, but also the time, the effort, the thought, the the creativity that goes into creating it, it, yeah. it's sometimes hard to, to drum up, you know, it is. like, Absolutely. Um, so it's weird that there's this other now new side over the last six months of this sort of live form of content, which is mm. super basic, but can be very enjoyable. Yeah. My take on this is I'm not going to be a live channel. Sure. But I think there's definitely room here to splice it in every now and again. And I've n noticed people who are like, I much prefer the old stuff. I yeah, want yeah. you to be glossy and polished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's other people and who this are is like, so refreshing and this cool. is so refreshing and raw and honest and you know, it, it is it's the beauty of YouTube it though, isn't it? And I think it's nice to be able to provide both of those things. Absolutely. That's the, the beauty yeah. of YouTube is that it's, you know, people can choose what they watch. Usually. So it. if you don't like yeah. that particular video, just skip it. Right. Yeah. Um, so back yeah. on to Ferraris. Yes. Because this uh, episode is going out just before I kickstart. Hashtag Vlogari. 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 How long did it take you to think of that one? <laughs> About half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you that may have missed it, uh, Vlogari is my follow-up to last year's Vlogangeli series and will see me uh, driving around mainly Italy for about three and a half weeks uh, in tribute to Ferrari's 70th anniversary. You have 70th anniversary I stickers do. on the Speciale right now. I do, yeah. Because you took part in one of the UK celebrations, exactly. correct? Yes, yeah, so every official Ferrari dealer in the UK has taken part in the 70th anniversary. And so what's happening is they are arranging a convoy and a dinner in the evening and they meet at some nice location. 70. Ferraris are invited, oh. and you go on a big 70 Ferrari convoy, oh. and um, yeah, it, it was really good, but I, I, I basically haven't taken the, the stickers I, was, I wasn't using it as an excuse to beat you yeah. up on it. Yeah, yeah. What I wanted to do was talk about the fact that I find it quite interesting that given you know all the cars that you've been lucky enough to be around, be mm. in, mm. that we've both been exposed to over the last 12 to 18 months, yeah. when you were crying out for another naturally aspirated car, mm. you came back to Ferrari. Yes. Because you could have gone Lambo. Could you could have gone, for sure. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you could have gone with true. a wide range of numbering, well, a, a wide range of cars. Yeah. But Fairly. for some reason, you came back to a car that you'd already owned and the one with the Ferrari badge. And yeah. the original Speciale wasn't even your first Ferrari. No. You've no, had a few, right? You had a yeah, Scud. A few Scuderia before that. And a that. 458 standard. I had a black 458 and a Grigio Silverstone 458. And the F12. Two F12s. Two. That first one didn't make the channel. Okay. Yeah. So. But yeah. You are inherently a Ferrari man. Yeah, absolutely. It's not necessarily yeah. something that you bash on about like I do. No, it's not. I've never yeah, owned one, so it. maybe yeah. that's why. Maybe <laughs> once you get one, you're like, ah, oh, it's cool. When you get one, it's even worse. Okay, fine. You get the bug, for sure. I am... I mean, the, the Vlogaro trip isn't literally going to be all focused around Ferrari, because I know not everyone is massively as into the mm -hmm. brand as I did. But have you found out a way to describe what it is? Have yeah. you figured out yes, what? Yes, I have. Um, so... I, I relate it in context to the GT3. Okay. Because on paper, they're incredibly similar. I would actually go so far as to say that the gearbox in the GT3 is better. It's a super incredible, seamless shift, fast. 
The difference is a Ferrari is good when you're going slow. Yes. 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 That's it. Yes. That's it. That is the only line that is ever required. That is it. Because honestly. I think, especially when you look back at when I was doing the why I sold the 540 yeah. video, yeah, trying yeah. to explain mm-hmm. what it was about the car and what was missing yeah. is that as incredible as any car can be, yeah. there is something about a Ferrari that even right now we are in it stationary. Yeah, stationary. It, it still gives you... <gasps> yeah, it, there's this intangible exoticness about it. And that... maybe it's because when you grow up, you hear Ferrari, Ferrari... Like... Maybe. I don't, I don't know, because I'm like... So I'm super open and receptive to all brands. Sure. And We like cars. Yeah, but there is something. Yeah. And, and that's the biggest thing that I can say, particularly comparing GT3 with something like this. It's just not special. It's a mega car. Mega car. Incredible driver's car. Amazing. Um, but it I doesn't don't... have a prancing horse on it. Exactly. Actually, it does. <laughs> but... <laughs> oh, God. But not in the same way. Not in the same way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really got There's me out there. something about it. It's, n- it's, it's more of a... Um, it's literally that German precision versus Italian yeah. passion yeah. thing. Yeah. And that is really it. It's really it. And, and yeah. I'm super excited for, for my trip. As I yeah, say, yeah. it's a way for me just to indulge myself. And originally, I was going like so hardcore with Vogari. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to do it in a Ferrari. Every day there's going to be a Ferrari. I'm going to wear Ferrari clothes. I'm going to wear red for a month. <laughs> literally, I was like, I have to pull it back from that. And yeah. so uh, it's more of a selfish way because something which I don't think I've ever talked about on my channel, mm. uh, ages ago, I, when I was still working in a previous life at a, mm-hmm. in an office nine to five i'd probably gone for about i was a bit of a workaholic cool. i'd probably gone for about 18 months without taking a day off wow, yeah it, it was awesome. full on we'd had a really big project work. going on yeah, yeah. and my boss said you have to take some time off even if it's like a, a couple of days you've got to take some time off so i was like what am i going to do like, a couple of like this is awful so <laughs> this is awful i um yeah. i booked myself a trip to maranello Oh, nice. It was like 48 Very hours. Cool. I was like, what, what am I going to do for 48 hours? So I literally, I got yeah. on the plane, I flew to Bologna, yeah. I ate pasta in Bologna, slept in a hotel, woke up the next morning and took a rental car to Maranello. And I was just like, this and this, is, yeah, I must have been amazing. like 19, no, I must have been older, 21 or 22. Okay. Um, and I was just walking around, cool. taking it all in. And I came yeah. across one of those test drive experiences. Yes. And yeah. at this point, I think, I think I had driven a Ferrari as one of those like, track driving 20 minute experience days but I walk past and there's a big sign saying test driver for one hour and I was like whoa (laughs) so I went in I was like like, how does this work is this possible is this on track like what's the age limit they went no mountain road You have license, you drive. I don't know why I'm Russian, but... Well, I was going to say, we're Bulgarian. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what was going on there. But I was like, oh my God. I was like, how much? And they said um, you could take like a California cool. for, I don't know, like 300 euros. Yeah. You can take a 458 for 400 euros. Or you can take a 458 Spider for four, 500 euros. Right. I was like, wow. I mean, I already know which one I'm going yeah, to take, <laughs> but I'm just worried that I'm not going to be able to afford my flight home. Booked a 408 Spider and spent an hour Amazing. driving around the house. And, and, and that for me away. was like my most monumental car. But that was yeah. like, I need to be That's in supercars. I need switch. a Ferrari. I, like, Fantastic. I, I, yeah, it yeah. was everything I wanted to be. They say, don't meet your heroes, but it was everything I wanted it to be. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I'm so glad that there's somebody else <laughs> oh, mate, who yeah, gets, yeah. I mean, I know there are thousands of people around the yeah, world, yeah. but... It's a truly special thing, and I'm very excited for you to have this car again because one yeah, it's um, incredible car. Yeah. Do you? I mean, do you think it will do a road trip at some point? Oh, mate, absolutely. This is top marks. Yeah, top marks. for sure. Yeah. yeah, this is top marks. I mean, it's been a funny. Uh, not that there's a correct time to buy a car. No, <laughs> but it's been a funny 
um, time to buy a car. Absolutely. <laughs> like, certainly, as well in terms of our content schedule and things like that, like, I've kind of bought this towards the end of summer. Yeah. And, well, summer. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's raining today. And our sort of road trips will probably happen next year now yeah. in terms of our own cars. But you did it a bit the same thing with the LT. I did. Really. You had the LT for yeah, a long yeah, time exactly. before we really took it out of Europe. And then, yeah, I only... Take it out of the UK. I own the LT for nine months before it left England. Wow. Yeah, so I never really got the experience that I got when I first drove it in Tenerife. Sure. You know? Yeah, which is crazy because that's why you buy it for. That's why I bought, yeah, for sure. The Speciale you bought, and I remember that first week it was just yeah. raining like yeah, non-stop. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. at least you've been, you know, yeah, you've had that my, same experience, I know. Right? Well, first, you know, first four weeks it's been on a, a track day. Okay. Uh, I took it to a second track day yesterday. Wow, nice. Um, and yeah, just putting loads of miles on it. Amazing. The thing is, you know, from the outside it looked, and it, it is a special edition. Ultimately, it's just a lighter 458, and you can use it. You can date it 458. Yeah, yeah, no it's, they're unbelievably usable, this car. No it is quite bare inside. It's pretty sparse. There's a lot of road noise. Okay. There is a lot of road noise. Um, so if you want to listen to Behind the Glass. Hello. On, on your. Via iTunes. <laughs> downloadable, subscribable, do it now. The speakers aren't too conducive for that. Okay. Music's good. But for whatever reason, I'm finding podcasts just aren't, oh, they don't break to. through. Okay. Just road noise. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, to give you an idea of how light the car and how much um, sort of uh, sound deadening they've taken out and how much weight they've taken out of it, I dropped something in my passenger footwell a few days ago and I went down to get it and I looked up and all of it, like you can see the bulkhead. No. No, there's nothing. No there's nothing. There is a steering column that just goes straight through there oh and it's just God. red paint. Like there's, there's nothing. <laughs> Incredible. So when you drive off and you can hear like pebbles hitting the arches, oh, it's because it's dead. It's dead, it's It's super lightweight. Um, How cool though. How cool. In terms of its, it, its, its fundamental foundation, it is a 458. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And as a result, use it. What's happening with the rest of your garage quickly? Because um, things coming, things going. Yeah. Um, F12's going. Okay. F12's going. Sad day. Uh, sad day. I just don't. 812? Just, <laughs> yes. 812. Um, I love that thing so much. But I've been... I don't think I can get one until 2019. Okay. Long waiting uh, list. Yeah. Okay. Not in a huge rush for it. My main thought is, I didn't really drive the F12, so would I do the same with yeah, the F12? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I might just see what hits the open market. Potentially, sure. Um, I basically because I got no patience. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't wait eighteen months. If I spent <laughs> too a hard, very long time. Months. Um, LT. If I mean, if anyone's been watching the channel lately, the, it's it hasn't been the smoothest ride with McLaren. Uh, I ordered the 720s long time ago, uh, last year before the 720s was even announced. Yeah. Um, deposit down on that and you know t to be fair to them when they launched at Geneva they made a big deal of me buying a car and that it was coming soon so they launched this launch edition fleet of cars which was the yep. first 400 they were pre-configured so the idea is because they're pre-configured they've already ordered all of the components up front so they can get, get them out car, get them out around. early uh, mine was supposed to be here month ago it's been pushed three times I mm. uh, went in to see my dealer who was like look we can't even guarantee you a slot until the end of September yeah, I'm not really here September and, and October so I don't want to collect it in winter so long story short I, I pushed it until next year now they can't guarantee me a slot until March next year and McLaren they launch they launch cars like Smarties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know whereas I'm you know they're not going to replace the 720 next year um, it's 
One of the main reasons that I wanted an early car was to be able to provide very early insight to these guys as Absolutely. an owner from a very early stage. Absolutely. And I've got friends and I, and I, I know people whose cars are arriving now. Yeah, well, you I, went out I, of I went one. in a track yeah. day one yesterday. I mean, to think that I went out in someone else's car on my first track day, to me, is a bit upsetting because I should have had it months ago. And Anyway, long story short, whether I'm going to take that build slot in March or not, I don't know. Okay. Uh, Instinct says no. Sure. But uh, we'll see. Fair enough. We'll see. At the minute, this is ticking every box. It's incredible. Um, I, lo I love this thing. This being, I just love this. It's just so much carbon fiber. It's just a great I'm car. so jealous. I hate you a little bit. Well, you need to drive it somewhere. Yeah. Oh, we'll no, we'll no. do a proper video when it's not absolutely yes. pouring down. Uh, just a quick yeah. note on that, actually. Yeah. Uh, if you hadn't clicked it, this video was filmed a couple of weeks ago because God knows where we are in the world right now yeah. when this is going out. Uh, it is a very <laughs> rainy British day in the, in the, in the British countryside. Absolutely I mean, right it's it. been grim. We've been filming yeah. um, the new Audi RS3 mm -hmm. today and it's just been waterlogged and miserable. Yeah. Uh, hence why we are sitting still. But we are going to do, yes, yes, a moving video uh, on this car at some point. Because yeah, um, it, it has to be done. wedge it into your Vlogari month? Oh, Is that a possibility? Yeah. That'd be terribly end, on brand. End of September. End of September, potentially. Oh, that would be brilliant. Let's try and do it. Okay. Let's try and do it. You so, heard it here first. Yeah. But if you can't. Troll James, then, if I don't then, do it. We should probably wrap it up there because we've cool. been talking a huge amount of time. Thank yeah. you so much, no, though, for, pleasure, for coming on behind the glass. I, I feel um, like we're just getting going. I, I know. Can talk about, it's so dangerous. This is the thing which I love about this podcast, but it's so dangerous about this podcast. The minute you sit down, you could be going on forever. So you have to find a way to cap it and maybe it just mm. means that we'll do part two and part three and, and get you back love I'm it. sure love it. Uh, these guys great. would love to hear more um, I hope everyone listening has enjoyed it um, make sure I subscribe if you don't follow James already he's Mr. JWW on everything now on right? everything so yeah. everything just search Mr. JWW on any platform you're mm -hmm. on uh, except probably MySpace uh, <laughs> and you will you will find him make sure to give him a follow see what he's been up to in the few weeks since we recorded this episode uh, as I say Vlogari is imminent it's around the corner I'm so excited I cannot wait so much cool stuff planned for the next three weeks or so I hope you guys are excited as well um, all we have left to do is say subscribe if you're listening on iTunes subscribe if you're listening on SoundCloud <laughs> and I'll catch up with you very very soon bye bye ciao hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.